Hey there, it's Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have. Claudette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on our way to Super Momit, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time. Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right. Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with the stories. Marika Goddard is today's guest on Our Hockey Life. This incredible woman has worn many hats in her life, including mom and business owner, and is the supportive significant other of NHL alumni and 2009 Pittsburgh Penguins Stanley Cup champion, Eric Goddard. She is currently navigating his extreme concussion issues, and we're honored that she has chosen to share their story with everyone here. All right, we're here. Hi, Marika. <laughs> Hello. Hi. How's it going? Oh, good, good. Good, this is Kodak, Kodak Marika. Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. You guys are sort of from the same-ish neck of the woods? Yeah. So you're in Vernon? Yeah. Yeah. Born and raised. I love the Okanagan. Okay. My family lives there now. Like I didn't grow up there, but they're all there now. So I'm always there. My, both my family are here. I was laughing that both my, all my family is five minutes apart. We're such like a typical town, typical, like my mom's on my property. We all live at the bottom of the mountain. My dad lives 10 minutes up the mountain. My brother lives five minutes up the mountain. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I love Hi. that. It's so nice <laughs> to have that though. My hometown's like that too. My cousins and I grew up all in the same place and it's just nice to be around the corner from your grandparents. and Oh, for sure. Yeah, we're lucky. And Goddard's parents too. So yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, like his whole family, we're, we're lucky. Yeah. So your, your husband, Eric, he's from Vernon as well? Born and raised? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we went to high school together. So were you guys buddies? We usually like wait and get into it a little bit more how you met, but you met pretty young. So um, I actually do have a funny story about him because he always noticed me like, you know, when you look back on things like you're like, wow, like we both were athletes. So both of us were stuck at high school at like, yeah. you know, at seven o'clock in the morning because we've worked out waiting for school to start, you know, so you notice each other. So I've like found later in my diary being like, oh, that guy is so hot. But no uh, <laughs> which I didn't <laughs> so find to like now. Um, That's so but cute. yeah, he like. He would always come. I worked at this pub on the Blue Heron Pub. It's like, um, oh, I know. On, it. Yeah, it was like, it used to be super fun. And we all worked there um, by the lake because we wakeboarded all the time and then we just would serve. And he would go there all the time. And he um, actually sent me a singing telegram for my birthday. And oh, then he. That's um, so cute. So, of course, you know, it's a place where you drink. Everyone's, like, sending me shots and being like, happy birthday, it's the best. And it, like, wasn't my birthday, obviously. <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't know. That's, like, just the joke. He always was in my section. And I'd always slap the wall with all my girls at the Heron because that meant, like, Goddard was here because I thought he was so fit. <laughs> so I'd slap the wall. <laughs> attention? Uh, like, bringing attention? Yeah, yeah, being like, he's here at my section. <laughs> I love oh, it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so. That's so fun. Yeah. So you were an athlete too, you said? Um, well, I played, yeah, I played everything. Soccer, 
was my like passion and yeah, I were I yeah, played everything though. All, mostly school sports, so team sports, all team yeah. sports. Yeah. And yeah. you're still playing soccer now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what I'm doing every year. I'm like <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to I'm going to go down to the there's a Masters League where you're like the older ladies, I guess." Yeah. So I'm like, "I'm going to go down to Masters. I'm going to go down to Masters." And so instead, I signed up for both. I don't know what I'm thinking. So now I'm on two leagues. <laughs> like, Good for you. Yeah, I like Why not? it. Yeah. So do you yeah. guys travel when you play? No, literally. I mean, thankfully it's just here and it's like, I don't know. It, it's almost like hockey here. It's just what you do. Everyone plays soccer and all the girls play soccer. And I may be like a little bit too competitive. I, um, I don't know. It's no such not- thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, sh- I'm shaking my head here. I'm like, no such thing. Every time I hear you guys like your podcast, I'm like, dude, these are my girls. Cause I, it's like an issue for me. Kind of, I get, I think I like, well, I run a wedding venue. So then I get like my frustrations or stress out on the field. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. You need something too. And it's, it's something completely different, especially when you're working. Like you said, you've got stresses of that and you've got a family you're taking care of. And I feel like that outlet of, I don't know, it's just like, it's just, it's so joyful. It's, it's hard work, but it brings you a lot of joy. Obviously you're playing on two weeks. Oh good. yeah. I can't you're, wait. Like, you got to play against my girls and Nelson. They play soccer. <laughs> Set up That's a game. Epic. I'll set up a game. <laughs> is it hard? To, I'm my fear as the old, the older I get is that I'm going to hurt myself doing things. So like I still oh. dance and I'm competitive, but like my freaking body hurts. But oh. I would worry in soccer. Like I don't know if I would be able to like just pull the reins back a little. Oh, it's bad. Like yes, the girls on my team. Well, I tore my Achilles um, a while ago, and so literally oh. when I'm playing, the the girls are like. Okay, stop it. Because I guess like you don't even notice when you're limping. Like you're yeah, just, just in it. Going. And then they're like they stop and and well and my husband's concussion. So now I'm kind of like, well, you just need to tell me when to stop. And then I do. <laughs> you, like, then you, you don't notice when you're limping. You're like, it's <laughs> yeah. just my it's just my gangster lean full force. <laughs> like, like, how do you tell the difference? Like, <laughs> yeah. People are like, uh, you're limping. No. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. And I tell my my kids get hurt and I'm like, you play through that stuff. You play through it. Let's wrap it up. Get out there. And then I oh, throw yeah. out the old, like, I used to wrap my knee and limp around and play on the ball. Yeah. My foot when I played basketball. Like, yeah. yeah. That's what we're yeah. proud of. I mean, that's what I'm proud of with sports in general, with hockey players. I mean, that makes them even hotter, but they do like, <laughs> they, they play through stuff. They do. They do. Uh, although, and I'm, I mean, let's get right into this. Like, <laughs> To Eric's, yeah. maybe almost a fault. So tell us about him and the story of what's going on with him. So, um, yeah, he's been having um, issues because of concussions and everything. His, like, claim to fame, those are my, like, um, quotations, I guess, but um, was not going down on the ice when because he had to fight for a living. And so, um, yeah, he's just been having a lot of issues. He has seizures. Um, kind of by the end of his career, he started having them every single Friday. And it's frustrating because for his, um, I don't know, when he has a seizure, it's when he's excited, happy, or sad. So any emotion. So that's what's been like frustrating. And um, yeah, lots of people want to talk about like the seizures, I guess, because you can see them and it's stressful. But now what I notice the most is like his cognitive issues. He has issues when everyone's talking at once and 
well, obviously look at the three of us. Like I don't stop talking and like how we yeah. talk right now, he could not handle the, yeah. all of us talking like at once. Much. So how many years did he play hockey for then? Like when did he retire um, to? He had a really good career. I mean, literally he played for like, I think, uh, like 14 years he, he okay. had a good career um he even thankfully I actually do think it helped him quite a bit for um some of my friends who've retired and their like men are having issues he did have some contracts coming in when he was retiring um with like the rangers and a couple other places so like contract offers you mean yeah, yeah so yeah. by the end I did think we were quite I don't know I think it helped his self-esteem like we turned them down. Well, I shouldn't say we, I like got on the phone and was like, I don't care about the money. Like my husband's having a seizure every Friday. Like we live in Vernon and drive a Nissan. Like we don't care. So yeah, yeah, like it, it ended like, um, it's sad because it, it, like it did end that way, but he, we chose to leave, which helped, I think, in our life. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, like you're saying, I think this is what you're saying too, is that a lot of players don't necessarily have that option, quote unquote, because the contracts aren't coming in. So you almost felt like for him, it was good mentally that he felt like he was still wanted and could still play, but you guys made the decision for his own health and for his future to totally. hang up the skates. Yeah. Was that a tough decision, like for the two of you together? Um, or a no-brainer, like you said, he was having seizures every you Friday. You know what? Yeah. I don't even know if we had like a full conversation about it. Like the con, they were, I mean, it's kind of like what they say in the NHL where it's what you want at the end. He was getting bought out and then you freak out thinking that's terrible. And then when you get contracts coming in, you're like, oh, this is like the best thing yeah. ever. Um, so I think we still were going for it. And then literally the agents like, well, are you going to pick like the Rangers or whatever? And the fact that both teams were fighting so much still... I was like, I got on the phone and started yelling, like, I don't care. Like, I got mad. I don't even think we talked about it. It was more like, mm. this is not happening. And he just, he did like, well, it's not maybe good to say, but I've never seen him cry before. And he did cry and said, I don't want to do it anymore. So by the time I guess yeah. that phone call happened, I was like, it's done. It wasn't like a conversation. It was like, he just said that. So that's yeah. the end. Jeez. that's tough was it his yeah. agent then that you were talking with yeah yeah, yeah. and I love him um mm-hmm. obviously they always want you to go they don't know it what's going on either yeah they don't see like at home or whatever yeah that was my question was he having seizures while he was still playing no um he had like, some in New York mm-hmm. he had seizures in New York you know well you know the hockey schedule he had a seizure which kills me because England saw it um when you know when the with Pittsburgh the time difference Pittsburgh was playing like Vancouver Edmonton um mm-hmm. Calgary and they're doing that time and that's when the whole boys were sick like they were everybody was literally on IVs for like actually drinking okay. yeah. so um he just you know they played the game all three games and with that time difference which means they're playing at like 10 o'clock at night they get on the plane to fly home when it's all done and uh yeah like it's just so late it would be like four o'clock our time and Mm -hmm. then he had a seizure um 
um, poor England. He just got, got he just got called up, so he didn't know Goddard. He used to be with Ad- Adzi, um, Craig Adams. Mm-hmm. So, but then they put England in his room, and then England didn't know that he had seizures. And I told everybody, but he didn't know yet. And then Goddard had one, and he England had to tackle him into the bathtub, which is so funny now that England's so tough. <laughs> but thankfully, it was England. Craig yeah. Adams would have been strong enough also, but to take him out in the washroom, just hearing a guy going crazy in the washroom, he, I had scared him a, a lot. And England's a soft, like he has a soft heart, so he was traumatized, and so was the whole team. It was terrible. Yeah. yeah. So, That's pardon crazy. my ignorance on this, but what does a seizure look like for him? I know there's different types. So, um, he has full grand mal seizures for sure. Um, he always does the same thing, goes to the side. He thankfully, he doesn't have any warnings, but thankfully he does make a noise, which that sounds weird. But if you hear like, uh, like mm-hmm. it's, it's happening and uh-huh. he kind of, um, he kind of makes like, I think he tries to touch you, which is brutal. Cause he's like hit me in the back of the head before. Like he, um, it's like, he's trying to tell you, but he's already down. So he goes straight down and then grand malls and then, and then gets sick. But, um, so then how, what do you like how what do you do to help him like I don't even know what you mm-hmm. um I normally just like uh well I make sure he's not hitting anything um it's thankfully it's normally at night because we have two kids like it normally happens when he's really tired um at night so then I just um yeah I just stay with him he tries to get up sometime it's little okay like picture your drunk friend from high school um mm-hmm. trying to get up and want want to fight somebody or something it would be like Goddard <laughs> like yeah. drunk person yeah. on the ground like trying to get up so I normally I'm yelling at him to stay seated <laughs> right so, so he one, doesn't fall yeah one of my neighbors her son has seizures all the time and then she switched him to a ketogenic diet um, and he hasn't had a seizure since. Like, is that an option um, for you guys? Or have you looked into that? So the hard thing with him is I definitely believe, like, it's different because when we go to doctors, it's like you go to an epilepsy doctor and then you go to, like, a neurologist and then you go to, like, a concussion doctor. Like, mm-hmm. um, so he kind of has, like, it's just different because so we've tried – um, we've tried keto. I feel like we've tried everything, weed oil, we've tried everything, but it's very different. Um, because it's just so much more like every time you feel anxiety, he like would have a seizure. So yeah. all we focus on is like calming down, like have more of his emotions. Like, okay. so, so I mean, diet is okay, but it's almost like if he doesn't eat, like if he doesn't eat every couple hours, he's more hypoglycemic. Like, if he doesn't eat all the time, which is hilarious, he kept having seizures with his friends. I'm like, well, did you eat? Because he didn't have like me like down his throat being right. like, eat this, eat this. Like, yeah. 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 So when that happened, I'm curious what happens within the team then or the team doctor? What's the protocol? Like, does England go to the team and say, uh, shit's gone sideways here. Like, he's not doing well. Um, or does he say, I don't, like, does he remember them? Oh, no, no, no. No, he doesn't remember. So that's the really, like, sad thing that, like, gets me, like, sad is he doesn't remember almost two weeks after having a seizure. So he won't remember. He just won't remember anything. And if I'm not there, nothing's, like, documented. And, Mm -hmm. of course, they're just like, well, he has epilepsy, so whatever. It's just, like, nothing was happening. They they just go in, like, they got on the plane and came home. (laughs) So they were were trying to say he had epilepsy? Is that what they were? Oh, yeah. Really? Hey. Say he has epilepsy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
Come on. Ugh. So yeah. then how yeah. does testing go? Like, it, or did they do tests and then say, oh, we think he has epilepsy. Um, but these didn't start until his pro, like till later in his life. It's not like he had this. He did. He did have this. He had a seizure in New York, but yeah, no, until his pro, like, pro yeah, like not yeah. growing like up. Yeah. Which he fought like every single game, every right. single game. And I've been a little, I mean, I've tried to pay a little more attention on the concussion issues too. Obviously I'm not a professional at all, but just from what <laughs> I've seen from uh, documentaries, but it's not just the fighting. It's the getting, it's the getting hit. It's the impact that your brain's taking on hits or falling or anything. So I mean, oh, with him, and with him, like he's a fighter. So he was, I mean, you're saying a little bit more that because he was fighting more, that was a little more of a cause, I guess. Oh, totally. And I mean, it's, it's a hard thing with the fighting because I mean, we love Sid to death and it's like, because there's no big man on the ice that he's just getting beat. Like or Gretzky would have gotten beat. Like, so Mm -hmm. I'm literally not against, obviously like we're all, well, I keep saying athletes, I'm no pro, yeah. but we're all like love sport right. and we're all competitive. I'm not going to like stop anything, but I want them to stop if they're getting hurt. Like I want yeah. them, like how I just said with soccer, actually, you yeah. tell me when to stop and like, you know, the, mm-hmm. and they're starting to do that. But yeah. with all of us having boys and, you know, like my first isn't into hockey, but I definitely believe my second's going to be into hockey and I mean whatever we dirt bike and we snowboard we wakeboard we do all the sports too um but if you're looking hurting you're Mm -hmm. I I will be psycho to make you stop I definitely know I I do that now (laughs) totally well that's the thing like my youngest had a mild concussion this year from hockey like his first probably not his last but like he got run into the boards I'm like he's eight and mm-hmm. yeah he's already had a mild concussion I'm like it's so scary like it's just I don't know yeah, yeah. I don't um, like it we have two girls that both play soccer and they both had concussions too so yeah. I do feel like I don't remember I mean I didn't play any sports until I was in middle school but I don't remember anyone ever having a concussion or even hearing yeah. about my hockey buds having concussions clearly they were happening so I am appreciative of the awareness and that um, they're taking more steps now in all levels of sport. And then obviously at the pro level, it's, I mean, they're really paying attention now. And now there's a committee like Ray's actually on that committee and not everyone agrees with the calls that are made either way, but they're paying attention and they're trying to avoid hits to the head. You know, I don't think they're trying to take the aggressive nature of the game. I don't even know the right words. And I, and you're saying you don't, you, you're not sitting here going, take it all out. Um, but just pay better attention. You have, there's a way to hit clean and there's a way to, to do it properly to protect the players. And that's all you can ask for. It scares me because all these, I mean, all the boys are getting hit like cheap shot and that you get like, you get a side hit. You don't like, it all yeah. does the same thing. It's repetitive hits. Like yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. But- so I'm always so grateful. Like I know people always say to me and I always say this too, like everyone's always like, how are you a goalie's wife? Blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, it's actually less stressful. Yeah. Because I don't have to worry about this. Like any, you know, no one can touch him because it's goalie interference. So yeah, really like, I mean, he's taken a few pucks to the head, but that's, very rare, right? They can usually, like, they usually catch them, but they're not taking like repeated hits. And I'd rather know Jason's health is better than whatever, yeah. taking, mm-hmm. taking the blame for a loss. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole last, that was that the whole last year then of his career, that Vancouver year? Is that where he finished? 
No, I mean, no. Um, thankfully, we went to Dallas after that. Okay. Um, and then that's when fighting just started declining anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so... You had a long time after that then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had two years, af- two yeah. years after that. Um, and then... So he got sent down in the a- to the AHL, which I had never like dealt with yet. Um, but thankfully, like we were in Austin, Texas. So I'm always like, oh, poor us. It was like the yeah. best place in the whole world. <laughs> Great city. Like, Great city. The best. And you know, like I love to party. So I, we lived right downtown. Awesome. <laughs> obviously. Perfect. Yeah. So um, yeah. Was that, we, pre- was that pre-kids? Sorry. Yeah, oh, for sure. I'm so yeah. lucky. We, we actually planned to have kids I hate saying planning because we all know how hard it is to have kids nowadays, but um, mm-hmm. we plan to have them later. Like we, we knew when we were done that we'd want to have kids. Like, well, yeah. God, it's a fourth liner. We always knew it was going to end at some point. So, you know. When, and um, how many teams did he play for? Like what teams did he play for? Mm, he played for a couple teams before, but, you know, you go up and down with the yeah. A. Um, so his big, like, things were he played for the Islander, Islanders for a long time. They actually called him the Hand of God, which is hilarious. That's <laughs> where he was, like, the God because he fought so much. Um, and then he went to – well, then he went to Calgary. So I'm super lucky because I still lived in Vernon then. So then he went to Calgary and then I just did long distance. We did long distance. So I just fly in on the weekends. And with the time difference, I just like fly in Monday morning and go to work. And then, um, yeah. And then Pittsburgh. And then like when he got the call for Pittsburgh, I was like, where is Pittsburgh? (laughs) (laughs) Is it close to New York? (laughs) Like going to be gray all the time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Where am I going? Yeah. And any friends we've had that have played there have loved it. It's amazing. It's like the best. Um, to to hear you guys are like so epic and from smaller towns. That is Pittsburgh in a nutshell. So yeah. it's like we all fit right in. It was like the best. People are normal and like they love the sports, but they're normal. Yeah, yeah. You get to have a life there too. So yeah, yeah. and yeah. then so and then after Pittsburgh, where Dallas, um, Austin, Texas, finished. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Crazy. And then how old are your kids now? I have Otto and Rex and they are five and three. Cute. And were they born in Vernon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. so cute. So let's backpedal a bit to you because you were saying that you were working while he was um, playing uh, and going back and forth. So you guys started, did you start dating in high school? We're kind of all over the map here, but we're just going to roll Sorry, with this. Sorry, that's how I roll. I, guess. <laughs> I do too. So do we. We just have to keep getting. Yeah. So, <laughs> You, you started um, dating in high school or you just... No, then, definitely not. Um, okay. I traveled, I worked at, mm, I sold real estate um, up at a ski hill. So that was epic, like totally my style. Um, my p- twin brother, he was a pro snowboarder and then pro wakeboarder. So we're very close. So I sold, so, like, I sold condos up Silver Star at 19 and then I mean, we sold out in a day, so it was just crazy because awesome. you're kind of like so young and you're like, well, what am I going to do? Like, I thought I was going to work out <laughs> this time. Yeah. So that was... Like, I didn't know I was going to be so good at yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was good times. Um, so then I traveled Australia for a couple of years um, oh. by myself. Uh, my twin you. brother was on the wakeboard world tour there. So then okay. that was my like safe... You know, I want to travel by myself, but I knew I would be 
you know, if I, anything happened, I could call my brother cause he was in the same place. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, That's awesome. Did you live with him when you were over there then? Or he just kind of did his thing no, and you did yours? No, he was on the tour. I did travel with him a little bit at the beginning cause he bought like the typical like epic van that we went and, you know, <laughs> lived in the van so, and, so um, why not? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it sounds was like fun. a movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, the typical like fun time. Um, and then that this is how old like we are. That's when text messaging wasn't around. <laughs> so in Australia it was, and Goddard had a phone then in New York that was. So that's how I ended up like texting him. I guess I don't know in a drunken dial. I have no idea <laughs> from another continent. Yeah. So we ended up um, we ended up talking, and then I came home, and then I had a boyfriend because you know he's a hockey player. He was playing for the Islanders then, and um, yeah, he was like, "Who's this dude?" Literally in front of everyone at a wedding. Who the hell is this dude? And I was like, "Oh my lord!" Like <laughs> I thought you were joking all those times. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Eric said that to the boyfriend. Oh yeah. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> oh no, that's a. Uh, it's cocky. It's kind yes. of why we like them a little yes. bit. Yes. I was yeah. like, so kind of like cocky. That. Yeah. So we, um, so I traveled Australia and then did you work? Home. Did you work while you were over there too in Australia? Oh yes. That was the yeah. best thing. Actually. I worked the Grand Prix formula, the, um, oh my, like the Commonwealth games were there. So that was the oh, best thing. Uh, I, I got to go to the Commonwealth games. It's just like that era of when like literally I'd walk down this street and be like, I want to work here and then get it, get a job. And yeah, just they like paid, fly by like, the seat of your pants. Yeah. yeah. It just kept happening. You know, when you don't care, it just keeps happening. My brother was like, what the hell? How are you so lucky? I'm like, I don't know. I just, I worked at a surf club. I, you know, I just, it was great because you make so much more money there. So you just make the money mm-hmm. and then travel. So Good for you. Well, yeah, and then you get to work for, because it's a Commonwealth country. So you yeah. just get a is it a pretty simple process to get a visa over there? Well, it was then. If you're Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think then, it is now. That's then you awesome. guys, Then you came back and then you started dating. Yeah, which oh, is good. Yeah. That's why it's always our joke that it's kind of like, you know, we both lived a fun life and then we came together. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. that's perfect timing. It should be like that. Yeah. Have, have the good times in your 20s and be single and go wild and be a surf girl and do yeah. all the things. Yeah. It was it was pretty fun because I remember meeting like a lot of the wives, other wives in Pittsburgh and stuff. And they're like, I mean, I know everything about him because we talk so much in Australia all the time from him having that like text message. Yeah. And um, they're always like, oh, wow, you, you know everything about him. I'm like, well, yeah, it was like, it was totally normal to be like, you're sleeping with so-and-so and so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It made it so much better when we got together. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's not like a secret. It's not like, how many people did you date? Totally. You guys were buddies and you were able to talk about that fun stuff. Oh, totally. Yeah. I had this ex-boyfriend who was like, he's like, if you don't count how many people you've slept with, then you don't have to lie. And I was like, oh, well, that's a really great tip. <laughs> did you say that while you were dating him? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I knew I'd love you. I was like, I'm not asking you, but that's that's your tip. So like, that's all right. cool. yeah. <laughs> I will use that going forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Noted. Uh, that's so fun though. It's nice. Obviously, you guys were good buddies and you know I and you're still having fun together, you know. I met you guys at it was Ann Adams had a milestone birthday, and that's where you and I finally met. That was a I fun know. weekend in Nashville. 
like, how did we not meet before? You're so I don't amazing. Know. Like I've heard stories about you and I'm, and I'm like, how did mm-hmm. we not cross paths? Or even when I hear of like Calgary flames or anything, I'm like, how did I not know like you guys? I'm, I know. Yeah. And how have I never met you when I'm in Vernon? I don't know. <laughs> I know. When I come to Vernon next time, once I'm allowed to go, the <laughs> yeah. borders, border doesn't close or anything, we'll have to meet up. Because, yeah, I, I remember meeting Eric, but I don't, I can't think of the scene and where I met him. But I feel like it was in Vernon at some point. Oh, probably. I'm I terrible. Remember. I don't go to like a lot of the, I love charity events, but I just, I don't know. A lot of the, uh, in Vernon, all the wives like worked out with their men, which I'm super proud of, but I like think that's my time. So I never was there. (laughs) Jason hates working out with me. Like even this morning, he was like, stop singing while you work out. I'm like, it's only a few words in there. Yeah. I was like, it's only a few words sometimes. Like if I'm feeling this line, yeah. Like what was the line today? What was the line? I don't know. There's a lot. Yes, you do. I don't remember what I was singing to. I feel like you're the man in the relationship and I love it. I am. <laughs> Fucking am. I wish like everyone could see your face right now. I'm the one who's day drinking and having a time and Jason's like, there's stuff to do. <laughs> That's why it's a good partnership. Someone has to keep putting the train back on the tracks. <laughs> the train is derailing. <laughs> all the time I love it so it should it keeps things exciting absolutely so what are you doing now so your events like wedding is that I I run a wedding venue it's called Durali Villa so it's kind of like a mansion that you rent and then you get married there um weirdly enough we got married there where's the where's the mansion um it's sorry it's in Vernon I haven't, like, where in the air? I don't even know where it is. It's Oh, it's actually near Caltire Place, like, where the hockey arena is. It's right past there. Um, okay. So it's on 20 acres, so you don't really see it. You used to have the lion's heads growing growing up. That's how everyone knows it. But it's just how a random fun. house. So did you start – how did you get into that? Did you start with event planning and then move into that venue space? And well, how did that go? Well, yeah, I um, – I ran all the charity. Well, I shouldn't say all of them. Goodness. I ran charity events in Pittsburgh when I was there. So I used to be in marketing before I left for Pittsburgh. And so I kind of was out of it, you know, like seven years goes by and you're like, I don't know marketing anymore from the newspaper. So I literally was like, all I know is events. So I, I kind of approached them to be like, I want to do a couple charity events. I was trying to get on the hospital board then and raising money there in Vernon. And, um, it kind of just, I mean, within a week, literally I was running the place and wow. um, Yeah. It was, more than I ever wanted. Yeah. But, um, it worked out really. I mean, now when I look back on it, like it went from a hobby to being like, now I needed the job. So, you know, and then it, it went from kind of an Airbnb and actually we got married there. Yeah. That's awesome. um, Before I started running it, of course, but yeah. And then, then yeah, I ended up running it. Now it's just a wedding venue. We actually do a ton of like hockey weddings, which is great. And oh, pretty. It must be such a pretty spot. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's super chill and outside and beautiful. Yeah. So your market, you said you had a background in marketing. Had you gone to school to study that? No. Well, I did three years of college in, in Victoria. Okay. And then funny enough, like, cause I had two real estate courses, cause I did take my real estate course in Australia. When I got my job, they were like, well, you have like 
you, you have schooling and you had taken two real estate courses kind of thing. So then I got my job through that. So it was, I mean, I guess it was different then, but they yeah. literally said you didn't shut up in your interview. So then we knew you'd be good for the job. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Excellent. <laughs> Would you ever sell real estate again? Like on the side or? Um, I, I don't know. Well, you know, as I'm, as we're talking about that, I'm running a wedding industry. My business is imploding right now. So mm. I said, maybe this is the time. I don't know. Like make a little shift. Yeah. I don't know. What's happening right now with wedding plans. Actually just a little backpedal again. When we met at Anne's birthday, it was in August, I think. And that was the, there were so many fires out there and you were, I remember like thinking, oh my gosh, I got to get back there. And I have all these weddings because people can't even see five feet in front of them from all the smoke. And you were trying to figure all that out. So now are you in similar situation? Yeah. I just, I mean, this is my, I mean, I always say I'm really good at this job because I care so much, but now I'm like bad at this job because I care so much. Like, I, I'm taking it on too much. Like I, I feel for them. It yeah. kills me actually. I, I like, I, I have these issues with wanting to help and I can't help something. I don't know what's going on. And right. it's just hard. I can handle, let's just like Goddard seizures. Like I can handle this situation. I just can't handle not knowing what's going on. Yeah. Right. So at, at this point in your, in your career, then are people canceling their weddings right now? Into when was your first wedding scheduled for? Oh, March. I've been fully March. booked since okay. the second weekend of March. Um, so we had to cancel all of those. Yeah. The, most of them are postponing, thankfully. Yeah. Um, I just sad, well, good enough, but I was already fully booked July and August, and that's been the issue. Like yeah. People are trying to postpone, but I don't have the dates. And so I'm having this frenzy of brides fighting over dates because uh-huh. they want to postpone and they're crying and I don't have a date for them. So yeah. I'm forcing them to cancel, you know, like it's yeah. just, it's, it's bad all around. Yeah. Right. But that's out of your control. I mean, they could book a, try and book a wedding venue anywhere in the world right now and they wouldn't be able to. Like, yeah, well, everybody like, everybody yeah. has to postpone yeah. all over. I, so. yeah. I'm feeling the same. I mean, how you mentioned the smoke in the Okanagan, you want to know what ended up coming out of that was the fact that every Every smoked out wedding and literally it was like hard to breathe. All the photos, A, were beautiful, but everyone was just thankful to get married and be in love. And weddings, I love them and I live for them. But like, I'm all about like everybody having fun. And, and I mean, I cried all those August weddings. Yeah. I cried because they were all just actually about being in love. And I do believe yeah. like COVID or, you know, whatever, my weddings that I am going to get to have, I'm hoping by September or whatever, or next year, they're going to be actually just thankful to be married. <laughs> like yeah, what yeah, it should be true. about. Mm-hmm. Like for real. <laughs> right yeah, back to the core. A, yeah. It takes away a lot of that other stuff that doesn't matter. Right. Like yeah. little details that they shouldn't be stressed out about. It's like, Hey, we're just, we get to get married. So yeah, that's true. That's, a, that's, a, that's a good way to look at things. Yeah. Well, really like we have a, I mean, so I tore my Achilles two days before uh, before I got married, and then I had to walk oh. down with a boot, and oh it was God. obviously <laughs> so painful. And that was oh. the joke I didn't tell everyone. So every single person was like, is Marika joking? She's walking down the aisle with crutches. Is this a joke? And they're like, you're just going to throw it away and be like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, no, I actually like, <laughs> and tore then just my dance. Achilles. Yeah. Like, um, so 
that happened and then Goddard had a seizure in the pool and then we had to go to um, spend the night in the hospital and everyone was partying without us and I was like what why are we in the hospital tonight and so every time I have a bride that's like the flowers aren't right I'm like well you know you're like (laughs) could be worse let me me tell you a little story Uh, so I mean it's funny now well yeah, no, it's a, that's a lot. You've been, you guys have gone through so much. So where do you stand now? I know also on the heels of Anne's party, Goddard left, and I'm calling him Goddard too. Oh yeah, like, that's girl. your last name. I just like, <laughs> threw it out there. Um, anyways, it just feels right because you call him by his last name. Yeah, <laughs> of course. So, anyways, on the heels of that, he was going to um, a testing facility in Colorado, was he not? Yes. Oh, that yeah. was amazing. I would do anything to have that here. Um, I did post on Facebook just actually yesterday. I think that I was like, just looking to connect with other hockey wives um, mm-hmm. or or men mm-hmm. um, to kind of like get together to just talk about, you know, when you're going through the same thing, it's just nice to have other people to help you get through it. So that is what I found personally from Colorado. Mm -hmm. Colorado was heaven for Goddard because other people, funny enough, he had fought were there with him. So that, Mm. that already was kind of cool. Like all these enforcers are becoming best friends through their issues. Um, But Colorado, oh my goodness, like, well, weed is legal. So they, they have one doctor that's like, you know, I'll give you drugs to help you. One doctor that's like, I'll give you weed to help you. One doctor that's like a counselor and another doctor's like, um, you know, how are you feeling? Like after you're told bad news, you get put into the next room to be like, how do you feel about that? And then they put me in another room with another wife and be like, how do you feel about that? And it was just, um, it's how life should be when you go through things. Like mm-hmm. it, it was well, the like, no, thing. yeah, no one can relate like other hockey families, right? Like, yeah, it's well, um, the lifestyle, like everything, all of it, the injuries. Yeah. yeah, it was it was good. They would they linked us. They do it on purpose. So it was like us, another fo- a couple hockey players, um, a football player, and veterans, and then they all like help each other um, together. That's oh, awesome. That's so awesome. how long were you there? Um, oh, it sucked because I was working so much. So I only got to be there for ten days. Mm-hmm. Um because my kids were young and I was working. My mom's such a rock star. Um, she takes them all those times. But then I felt comfortable. I never would leave Goddard by himself, but I felt comfortable because another hockey wife or um, her husband is in the same boat as us. Um, she was there. So I was like, whatever, she can deal with Goddard. Two big men. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you get the rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is awesome though. So have you stayed in touch with a lot of those, with those oh, uh, health experts monthly. as well too? Like beyond, yes. yeah. And actually, even like Goddard, it's like a team. It's, it's his next team. Like yeah. literally, it's his next team. You you leave hockey and then you have your team mm-hmm. that you had, but we it's our new team. You know, like, yeah, we mm-hmm. talk, I don't know, daily. <laughs> well, that's good because they're going through the same thing. What, yeah. Are you finding things that are working for him or um, you? Yes. Because um, his issues are so much more cognitive, like talking and hearing and, mm-hmm. and listening. He has hearing aids that kind of play music in his head all the time. Um, he, he, You want to know what actually that I think works the most there is the fact that he understood what he was doing. He thought I was crazy, that mm-hmm. I'm making it up, everything he does. And then when he saw other people doing the same thing, or telling me he's doing it, he would like listened. So we have like, um, 
well, I call her my sister wife. We have a, um, a person that comes to our house and just kind of plans his days out every week and she's heaven because she, she's an occupational therapist but sometimes like they just pay bills like that's how what helps me like yeah right. I'm not the neg I want to be his wife I don't want to be the nagging wife I don't want to be his mommy <laughs> right, right. Well, and so how, how is he with the kids then like how I mean because I know like I have two boys it's like crazy and havoc like how is that overwhelming um, for him Yes. I mean, literally, I felt so bad. The reason why I think he did have the seizure just two nights ago was because I had a migraine. So I laid down. Um, and then that was just too much for him at that time. He was he cannot make do two things at once. So like making dinner and had the kids and I was there, but I was just laying down. And then he had a seizure. And I was like, that's like he has issues for that but it's just this kid screaming is a lot but I just yeah yeah <laughs> it's for anyone for right yeah we're like oh my god <laughs> so when I'm there though I feel confident I just tell him to go lay down or you know I feel confident and like I know yeah like yeah you were just saying too like you want to be his wife so you've been thrust into a lot of different positions. You're wearing a lot of hats right now. Obviously you're a career woman yourself, but then you're a caregiver and that's not your background. Clearly you want to be supportive and help him, but it's difficult to wear all the hats. So I'm really yeah. proud of you for having someone to come in to help you out with that and recognize that because right. I mean, was it, was it helpful after being in Colorado? Did you do that or had you been? Oh yeah. Sorry. Before? I didn't, I didn't explain that very well. Yeah. I kind of am trying to create the exact same thing we had in Colorado, oh, like okay. counselor, occupational therapist, physio. I mean, obviously where we live, it doesn't have the best, but mm -hmm. you know, like I want to definitely just create that here. Okay. And then is that covered by healthcare or the players association? Uh, like, no, no, I no. know it's expensive because we use those, like we used occupational therapy for rider yeah. and things, but so how do you guys, like, how's that covered? Um, it hasn't been covered. That's what we're like fighting for right now. Like we're not into like this big, like let's sue everybody where I'm like, I just want medical because, yeah. um, it like, I just feel like every year I've actually had pretty good years for, for working. And it's like, well, Colorado was like $98,000. Like it's just not yeah. every time. For how, for how long? Like 30 days? What, how long was it? Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was like 30 days. Yeah. yeah. The, his one test alone, which I am happy they did, they, they threw him into a seizure so they could see what his brain was doing. Mm -hmm. So they attached all those things to his head and, um, they did that. And that is that one test The um, the players association did pay for that. Okay. So I was super happy about that. However, I was under the impression that NHL was paying for that. And then once I got the, like, you don't, you don't have to, you can write this off or whatever. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean the players association paid for that? Like I thought the NHL was actually helping us, but they weren't. It's like other guys, well, like my husband, was, who, like paid into that. Right. <laughs> right. Well, right. the thing is like, yeah, like you said, you don't want to sue. Like, it's not like you want to take advantage. You just want to like not pay for things that should be covered for just, you know, that because he was injured on the job. job. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. And I mean, thanks. 
thank you for even like wanting to talk about it because it's like almost like a, it's not a mental illness, but it's almost treated the same where it's just like, well, no one talks about it. Like we see jerseys go up on the wall when they got injured, but we got injured too <laughs> in, yeah. during work. Like it's the same. It's just yeah. a different kind of injury. So is, is there a, I mean, is there a suit going on right now? There I thought there is. was a while ago. I haven't paid attention. For sure. They, not did, involved, they did pay a lot of, like they paid out a lot of people um, that were suing as a group. You had to go okay. as a group and they, they okay. did what they called us and they're like, you can have $20,000. And that's right after you got back from Colorado. And I was like, well, we just paid a hundred. So yeah. like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's expensive and you're just trying to listen. You're just trying to maintain a good quality of life. And extend right. their life. Extend like, it. For oh my so goodness. young. Like he's still that's, so young. Yeah. That's what gets me teary eyed. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like he, when people talk about Goddard, he's like the shy guy in the corner, but he is so funny. Like actually when I listen to the podcast with you, Kata, like he has that very crazy, funny sense of humor. <laughs> Um, like very, like all of a sudden he's just like, blah, 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 blah. It's the funniest thing you've ever heard. Um, but he's like losing that and it's like killing me, you know, yeah. like that part. that's where I get like, um, or when we came home from Colorado, they were like, oh, he shows signs of like early onset Alzheimer's. And then it's like, well, it would be terrible if your husband like dies, but like, what if my husband is like, doesn't pass and he's just here but he's not there you know right. and like yeah. you want your kids to know him the same way you've always known him yeah. like you don't want them to know this other guy that you don't know like that's not the guy you yeah. fell in love with you want them to know Eric how you met him and grew up with him and yeah like he's shy but he is hilarious and funny and witty he's so witty yeah. you know yeah yeah, that would. Yeah. So, how are you? How are you managing it for yourself? Obviously, you're talking to other girls and trying to connect further with them. But, um, yeah. yeah, that helps me a lot. Literally, I mean, I did. I don't know. Um, I just get get through it. I guess I have like wicked girlfriends here, and I oh, I like have my hockey community. I have good girls. Um. I'm kind of the type that it's like, I just have to like vent for 20 minutes and then mm -hmm. I'm done and get, and then get going. And so that's what like wine nights are for. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I'm really lucky and I just try to be open and honest about it all the time. And that like, like, you know, maybe I talk about it too much, but that's actually helping me. That's what's helping me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so for girls listening, like they can, if they want to reach out, because obviously there's other girls going through the same thing that you are. Where's like the best spot to find you? Oh my goodness. I will give you any information for them to contact <laughs> yeah. me. Like well, literally Marika well, Goddard, my email, my yeah. cell phone. I don't care. Like, especially in the hockey community. Yeah. Like Facebook, I will talk. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Facebook email. Like my email is my name with an S. Um, me, like, yeah. M-Y-R-I-K-A-S at hotmail.com. And then we can link or however they yeah. feel comfortable. And I'm so um, eager to help you out with connections too. I know we've got like our community is so great and we, we've got a pretty huge data database. So when we post about the podcast and um, we'll make sure that we share all of that. I have a handful of names already that um, totally. I think you need to connect with and I think need to connect with you because I know yeah. who they're talking to at this point. 
Yeah. There's yeah. just, there's, there's so many, would you, um, I don't know. Do you have any advice for any young, younger girl, girls whose guys are creeping into this? I mean, it's not anything that, again, like we're mm-hmm. all talking about it now because you're living in it, living it. And these guys are retired, but there's guys currently literally like girlfriends. How do they? Well, I'm literally you know? like planning a wedding for um, somebody that their husband's an enforcer. And she's like, oh, it just sucks. He had like a concussion. And I said, can I call you personally? Like, and I'm like, I, I'm like, not through my wedding venue. Like, I want to call you. And um, I literally was just like, mama, like, will you listen to everything? Like, write it down. Go to another doctor. Like, do not, like, Yes. Not just the so, team doctor, but yes, beyond. we're so connected with the, with the NHL and the doctors and like you walk in and you're treated like gold and it is the best. Like, I love that, but I'm like, take another opinion and mm-hmm. you know, watch his emotions. If your man, this big, strong man who n- never cries, like all of a sudden gets a little like, you know, I don't know, teary eyed, like yeah, go to a pay doctor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just pay attention, I guess. Yeah, and when you, because sometimes some of those guys are getting hit, and like you know, they're they're off their game. Um, yeah, you just don't want them to go out on the ice, and it and it sucks because they want they want to themselves. I get it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. just yeah, go to another doctor and watch them. Like, I th- I think that's great advice. Honestly, obviously within pro sports, but in anything, it, it really is too. It's like, listen, one, one opinion's not going to, not going to cut it. So it is the right. smartest thing to do and yeah. spread them out if you can, right? Spread those doctors out. Yeah. 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 I think I just saw that you just started uh, another, a charity on your own. Is that correct? What's going on with that? Yeah, I'm a co-founder with Tanya, my girlfriend I met through charity events. We started Give Luck. Um, it kind of goes with everything I, I don't know, everything that's helped me and everybody has something that they have gone through or that they have to deal with. Um, life happens, but we're trying to focus on how the community kind of came together and we're trying to be like, when something happened, how, what helped you and tell us how you dealt with that and like to help other people, which is why I was trying to get kind of like the hockey wives together just to even personally help me, but like to help each other to be like the right doctors, the right this, like, cause mm-hmm. personally that helps me, but everyone has a story. And so we started give luck and I keep saying that, but it means, um, give love, understanding, compassion, and kindness. And we kind of just want to talk about that and just do two minute little blurbs all every day about like some other person's, you know, trying time, but how they got through it and how does that help others? That's what I'm trying to do with Give Luck. Awesome. I love that. And so where do you find these blurbs? Do you have like an Instagram of? So we literally just started it. Oh, okay. Um, like literally. It's it was like two days ago or something. Yeah. Two days yeah. ago. Oh, okay. if, you, if you look it up, I'll be embarrassed. Um, I want you to look it up, but uh, um, we're just starting because literally we were doing a documentary on our, on our girlfriend whose son um, just had some medical issues and Um, so we, you know, kind of was doing a documentary on them. And then we also were doing, um, like a, a bride has cancer. So we were throwing her a wedding, um, 
and, and all working, like the community coming together to help her. But then that got canceled. And then sadly, our friend, her, her little boy, Nash, he passed away. So oh, no. we're holding off on, on that till you know we can handle talking about it again because he was so great but we're just really trying to focus on how people got you through those things um and and so now we have that on face we just started instagram and facebook and i started like a little charity for our local um butcher boys our our well you might have known that from silver star you know raising money for our um for all those people working so hard during covid Mm -hmm. so just little things because you know, it just makes, I, I, that's what's getting us through, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And everyone, I'm, I mean, humanity is great. You know, like people really are good and yes. sharing the good stories is, is what really, that's what brings yeah. tears to my eyes. I love that. Yes. It really, oh my goodness. So just sharing it is the best thing. Me yeah. and Tanya said, like with Give Luck, the other day they were playing the bagpipes at seven oh, for our nurses. That's it, I, I was, die bawling and I'm like I love people and she's like me too and I was like yeah. oh goodness <laughs> yeah. that's me me too people are good and holy crap uh, the bagpipes get me every time yes. I know I don't know why every time I don't know why either <laughs> so funny. well no. I'm eager to connect you with some people and I think that um listen you're you're uh, you're such an awesome woman. I'm so happy that I got to meet you and you're such, you're so much fun. We had so much fun. Kodai, we'll have to show you some pictures and videos. Yeah, she's do. a dancing machine. Yeah. Uh-uh. She's right. the girl you wanted at the party. Okay, well, All the good time, stuff. Yeah. Next time I come to Vernon, then we'll go dancing at yes. a bar somewhere. No, yeah. the parties are only at my house. Oh, okay. That's even better. I like a house yeah. party. Far yeah, more perfect. safe. It's, it's yeah. safe. Less yeah. spectators. We'll do it for but sure. We'll definitely you're holding it together. I mean, I think you're, sorry, Kodette. I think you, um, this is obviously not an easy path that you're walking with, with Eric and with your family. And I know you're, you just seem to be really, you're holding it together. And I'm sure you have moments where um, you want to crumble and that's okay too. But I think by sharing your story, I think it's, it will help other people and open, open mm-hmm. eyes and hopefully create more connections for you and them. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Proud of you. Yeah. Proud of you for doing this. So thank you so, so much for sharing your story. And yeah, we'll definitely connect when I come to Vernon next time. Sounds good, babe. Thanks. We'll have to Bye. chat again. We're going to have to have wine. I wasn't letting myself have wine at 2.30 today. I was. I'm trying to be so good. <laughs> I've only had this my second day not having a drink <laughs> during court <laughs> in a long time. Uh, I'm Amazing. just trying to behave. Anyways. Good for you. Thanks, Marika. Yeah. Bye, Anisha. Take good care. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.